Our next guest this afternoon is Pat Newton from the Forward Party. Lots of questions about this year's presidential election. Steve Rao is with me in studio. Pat, thanks for being on the phone. Absolutely, Nate. Great to be with you. Give us the uh, lowdown of the uh, of the Forward Party. What is your guys' idea? So the Forward Party, uh, unlike no labels, I heard you mention, uh, we're much more focused on local elections. So uh, we do we recognize that there's more independents than Democrats or Republicans uh, in the state of North Carolina, and we believe those people are are looking for their voice to be heard and an opportunity to bring some new options to the ballot box. It does seem like, uh, at least from the data that I've seen, that a lot of Americans are upset with the fact that uh, we very well could have a Biden against Trump election yet again. And so that's why I'm seeing a lot of discussion about having some sort of a third-party presidential candidate. But you're saying this goes more toward the grassroots level as well. Absolutely, in our case. Uh, no label has made it very clear they are coming together because of their concerns of the presidential race, uh, which I certainly share their concerns. Uh, but again, the Ford Party was formed by Christy Todd Whitman and Andrew Yang, uh, obviously Republican and Democrat, respectively. Uh, nothing to do, honestly, with federal politics, uh, really opening up communities. Uh, you know, certainly Steve, as an elected official, can relate. Uh, people in the local communities aren't as concerned about ideology. They're more concerned about the kitchen table issues and people having open minds. Uh, and being able to communicate with with others regardless of party. So uh, that's really our focus. Uh, We've got uh, our state leadership here in North Carolina. We've formed as a party. We have an executive committee and a chair, and we've been doing some great work. Our main focus now is uh, on signature gathering so we can gain ballot access in 2024 in the state of North Carolina. That's fantastic. So you're going to – how do – so, I mean, the the local races, city council are nonpartisan. But then you've got the legislative races that are more partisan. So how does Ford Party, how, how would Ford, Ford Party get people on, um, you know, on the ballot? And I guess from the city perspective, they would just basically say we're supporting these candidates, correct? Which I think is needed. Absolutely. So uh, that, that's a great question. I cannot make uh, an official announcement at the moment, but we'll be coming, I would say, within the next week or two. Uh, we have a local election in North Carolina where there's a candidate who's running, it is a, a partisan election uh, for that town, uh, but this candidate is choosing to run as an independent. Mm-hmm. So we are partnering with her, and she's signing the, the forward party candidate pledge, and we'll be running as what we would call a forward independent. So uh, it's, it's an affiliation, if you will, to the ideals and principles of trying to fix the system, things like ranked choice voting, things like term limits, uh, finally trying to fix gerrymandering, which I'm sure you both know, has been such a plague on uh, not just our state, so many state legislatures across the country. So uh, really fixing the mechanical problems of the system is key to allow candidates to be able to run and have a voice and be heard and truly represent the people. Comparing yeah. you guys to uh, to no labels, it certainly sounds like from what you guys want to accomplish, being at the ground roots level is certainly a necessity. Right. And, you know, it's funny, no labels, we feel like there is actually a good potential synergy there. Uh, they have made it clear that they're focused on the White House, but they've got a lot of energized people. I mean, when you look at the ballot access that they're gaining, uh, they are spending a lot of money on vendors to go out and, 
get yeah. signatures and get ballot access. So they have a lot of resources, which means there's a lot of people in this country that, uh, again, to use the presidential election as an example, feel like we could we deserve better, frankly, yeah. than to have Donald Trump and Joe Biden as the two choices in the White House. And so. I've often, yeah, and I've often said that cities are the last place in government where parties really shouldn't make a difference, and so roads and bridges and infrastructure. But what you've seen is the parties getting involved, and it's really keeping those independent candidates have a hard time winning. So this could be on either side, parties that are in the middle of the road might be having different political preservations would have an option then, right? I mean, they, they, they would be able to be better represented than just coming in and coming on one side or the other. Absolutely. And that, that's where things like ranked choice voting really come into play. Um, Could you describe that real quick? we got you a couple more minutes. Ranked choice voting, what is that? So it, the, the quick version is, first of all, you open up the election to more than just two candidates from two parties. People could truly vote for who they think is the best candidate for that position, but then they also put who they would want if that candidate doesn't win as second place, third place, and so forth. And then you go through and you sweep those votes. If they don't win, they move to the next candidate. Uh, John McCain called it instant runoff, which is really probably a better term for it. it okay. When you don't have someone that has a majority, you go through the different votes for second place and third place to get the consensus of the person that most people feel would do the best job. And instead of you've got to pick one or you've got to pick the other, how many times are voters forced to choose between a Republican or a Democrat when they really don't like either one of them? But they're afraid to vote for the Libertarian or the Forward Party or the Green Party because, quote-unquote, well, they can't win, or, quote-unquote, I'll be wasting my vote. Well, ranked choice voting can change that, and we're trying to make that happen. Fantastic. Part of me, at least the skeptical part of me, thinks the average American voter is going to be too lazy to look at that many candidates. They just want to. Yeah, I think that makes it easier. It's a, it's an interesting concept. And uh, well, Pat, Patrick, do you have any other things you want to? We want to thank you for bringing this new concept, and we're going to try to bring you back on the show. I think it's very intriguing. But what we're hearing from you is that you want to have, or you are already underway in getting a forward party representation in North Carolina for state and local elections. Absolutely. And and I'd like your listeners, if they're interested, to go to NorthCarolinaForwardParty.com. That's where they can learn a lot, lot more about what we're doing. And, and I appreciate your guys' time. I, I'd love to come back. I think the next time, uh, maybe other than myself, I'll send one of our candidates, because I do think in the next few weeks here, you're going to see some pretty big announcements about what we're calling forward-aligned candidates running in North Carolina and we think they can have a real impact. Yeah, definitely uh, stay in touch. I'd love to have them either here in studio or on the phone. That'd be very interesting. Well, you have a wonderful uh, uh, day, and we thank you for all the hard work you're doing. And uh, it's, it seems like with no no labels and forward party, Nate, we got a lot of new places coming in. I mean, At least is, uh, more than we have had in for a long time, yeah. actual legitimate chance of a third party doing something, making yeah. some sort of a change. Pat Newton from the Forward Party, thanks for being on the show. Thanks, guys. Have a great weekend. You too, Patrick.